down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark and NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den, it's your boy Mars, and welcome back to another episode of the number one podcast for creatives on the World Wide Web. Joining me to chop it up in the den and talk about his new project, Rap City 2, I want y'all to give a big inmate welcome to the extremely talented Ali. How you doing today, brother? What's going on, y'all? I'm good, man. How are you? Another day in paradise, another day in paradise, man. Thank you so much for stopping into the den I heard the project, Rhapsody 2, it's fire. So I'm happy that you're here to talk about it and, and let the den mates and the friends of the den really get to get in the eye and get in the mind of Ali and know you a little bit better. Yeah, all right. So we always start every single episode with the same question. I'm a comic book nerd. I learned how to read, reading comic books. That was my thing. That is my thing. I've been to every Marvel movie. And one thing that is consistent Every hero has an origin story, be it a radioactive bug bite, maybe they're coming from a planet. And I feel creatives are our modern day superheroes. So I ask you, what's your origin story? Tell us where you're from, your influences, and how you found your passion to create music. Uh, first and foremost, I'm from, I'm from, I was born in Sierra Leone, Freetown, Sierra Leone, that's West Africa. So, you know, I uh, got, to, I was blessed with the opportunity, me and my mother, to come over, come across the water when I was, uh, uh, 19 months old so that was about oh, wow. I think like 95 or whatever so you know got a chance to come over here and um I was so young that the culture I, I just took in the culture like right now I got to tell people that I'm from Africa you know what I mean right or argue with them because when I tell them I'm from Africa they're like man come on get out of here you know what I'm saying so um but that being I, I didn't know until I got older being from being African and being from those being being growing up in that in that in that culture it 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 was very influential to me like just my ear with music you know what i'm saying what i was forced to listen to growing up you know what i mean like the afrobeat now that everybody's everybody's listening to Hopping on that about. wave right now <laughs> yeah we we had to we, we had to listen to that for say we was driving from ohio to maryland you had to listen to afrobeat <laughs> six hours straight you know what i'm saying that's what your mom is playing if it's not reggae it's afrobeat so like I grew up on that, you know what I'm saying? I grew up on that type of stuff. So, you know, music was always big with my mother. It just wasn't rap music, right. that, you know what I'm saying? So my love for music comes from my mother, but it just, it, you know what I mean? I just chose, I just found, I just found my own lane within music, but like Celine Dion, Leanne Rhymes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my mom, uh, PM Dawn. What is it with the, the West? I have some West Indian blood and I don't know what it is, but Celine Dion goes hard. Man, man, I don't know what it is. <laughs> every every person I know of any West Indian call, they're like, "Yo, my parents will kill for Celine Dion." I'm like, "What are you talking?" But it's true. It's I I don't know what that is. Yeah, man. So she's yeah. Shout out to Celine Dion, man. She's a legend. So that's a uh, that that that's where my love for music came from. And then um, I think it was about it was like tenth grade, man. Drake put out "So Far Gone," and I was like. This is hard. <laughs> this wow. is hard. You know what I'm saying? All all around that time, like you know, it was like a, I don't know, like some type of paradigm shift in in the in the in the in 
the rap game to where like the new artists like at the time was like Wiz, Currency, you know what I mean? Those type of people was coming right. in. So like the influence was, was crazy. Kid Cudi, Nipsey Hustle, everybody, Drake, everybody was just really like stepping into their own. So like that was really a moment where I was like, you know, I want to do this. You know what I mean? It took a while to get to where I am now, but that was when I was like, yeah, I, I love it. The music is a, is something that, you know, and I think it was because Drake was probably because Drake was on Degrassi before, you know what I'm saying? So I right. saw him in a different light. And then once he started rapping, I'm like, you know what I mean? I don't know how that affected me that, like that way, but it did. So, you know, that's really that between my mother and that, that year of 10th grade. Yeah, I really, I really fell in love with music and trying to attempt to make music. Shout out to Drizzy Drake for inspiring. It's we I have a bit of age on you. So, you know, when Drake came out, I was a grown man, you know. I, right. I and then I had a brother that was 10 years older than me. So mm -hmm. my musical exposure is older than what I am. Yeah. And then, and then I, yeah. Right. So, you know, I grew up listening to things I definitely should have been, you know, I'm listening to Easy E at like five, which yeah, I, right. Right. I shouldn't have been, but it's amazing to hear people like Drake who were like the youngins when I were growing up and now how they've inspired this whole nother culture and they're still on a run. So I, I love it, man. I love how you embrace that. So what, when you first started, uh, mm -hmm. creating, walk me through that path when you said, okay, I'm going to try my hand at creating. Cause that's a hell of a step from appreciating it to actually um, applying it and making it a craft. I, I think also when I, when I started, when I started like making the music, like I said, Drake made me want to make music, but like, you know, his, at the time, his library, his discography wasn't that deep. So like, you know, I I, my, I had a cousin, an older cousin, he was about six, seven years older than me too. And he gave me, um, he used to give me like Joel Santana, um, the burnt, the, 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 the burnt CDs burnt back CDs. like one, two, you know what I'm saying? Um, he had the uh, diplomatic immunity. You know what I mean? So I started digging into those crates and, you know what I mean, the, the high-pitched samples, things like that. So I was really, like, trying to just find my way, to tell you the truth. Like, I was just really trying to, like, I <laughs> I, 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 I had a, I did a verse on the, on a Drake song. My first song I ever recorded, took it to my brother. I was like, man, I recorded this song. And I was so happy, and I played it for him. He's like, bro, you stole his whole flow. I was like, oh. You remember any of the bars. Please tell me you remember any of those I, bars. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I do not remember any of those oh. bars in that song, man. But I played it for my brother, and I was, so, I was so hyped. I was so excited. And he was just like, yeah. But, I mean, I, I definitely got better because my brother's my manager now. So he one of my managers. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it, it took time. It took time. So, like, it was, it was a very... I'm looking back at it, the process was grueling because yeah. it was a long time where like I would even be afraid to like my music after I recorded it because like I know I'm like I'm gonna take it somewhere and somebody's gonna tell me I sound like this or somebody's gonna tell me I need to fix this, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I for me it was just life. Life happening, you live in life, you know what I'm saying? And if you find a way to translate that into the music, that's when it really got started making sense for me. You feel what I'm saying? As I got older and you know. I started living life like I got kids, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. engaged and stuff like that. So, yeah, but in the beginning, those experiences to find your musical identity. Definitely. Because if not, that's why when everyone starts off, they sound like someone else because they sound like someone that they admire whose story may could be completely different. Completely. 
and, and it's not you, but you can you can't be better than someone else at being themselves, but you can right. always be the best you. Right. right. I understand Definitely. exactly where you're coming from. Definitely. So let's get right into the new project. Rap City mm -hmm. 2 just came out last month. I checked mm -hmm. out the project. I really, really dug it. It's 39 minutes of fire. Tell me about your experience making this project. It feels like a statement piece to me. Tell me um, a little bit about going into it. I started I started making Rap City in 2015. Um uh like songs like highs and lows, those songs are like older than my son. They're like seven years old. You know what I'm saying? And those are the original vocals. You know what I mean? I didn't change, I didn't re-record, you know what I mean? So like, and I I be telling people all the time, like my man's, and I'm like, that's what keeps me going. Cause like that means I'm able to make timeless music without yeah. thinking about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if I made that song in 2015, it, it most likely some people it will still sound like 2015. And you could tell, like, sure, sure. You yeah, can go through like, your old playlist and be like, what the hell was I on? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely. Like, it, I, I was able to make timeless music, but like, you know, along the along the line, I got life happened, man. I had to like, you know, like I said, like get my money up, things like that. You know what I mean? I just had to do some growing. So like. The process was just, I don't know, bro. It was very up and down, <laughs> definitely. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm not working for rap, working on Rap City, working on nothing for six months. And then there was a point where, like, a three-month span where I, I worked on a whole project, a whole different project, had a whole different name. We finished it, and I listened to it one night, and I was like, you know what? It's not good enough. Shelf it. It's in my computer right now. It's like 10, 10 11 songs. And I decided I'm going to go back in and work on Rap City, too, and here we are today what eight nine months later you know so, so uh, it, it was it was very up and down and uh, a headache a headache but i'm glad I, I got a chance to you know put it out to the world and you know what i'm saying i hope i hope they, they appreciate it for what it is well i'm glad you were able to release that as well as nipsey says the marathon continues it's not the, it's not the final place it's the journey so I, i'm sure the the growth you've got from this project is going to be worth all the grind and hustle at the end of the day definitely now it's a fine art when making a body of cohesive work and balancing features and mm -hmm. i think all of yours were very well placed uh tell me about some of the artists who you work with on this project because you do have some very awesome features on the uh, piece tell me about some of the artists you work with we got i got music mac on there that's my man's um you know we went to high school together a very talented individual um and i got my man's uh don alte on there uh he's 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 very talented himself you know what i mean he got the chocolate girl single out right now you know what i mean um and i have also i have my man's uh shit cargo on there he's he's a he's a producer you know what i mean but he he can he, he gets busy when it come down to rap but you know he's also my cousin so i, I i'm lucky enough to have him in my corner when it comes to like because he, he he produced highs and lows he produced uh ford nas he produced uh, Rap City Three, so like he got he 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 has a lot of he got he has a big hand in the project and you understand know how it came came out. So, but those three are my base. You know what I mean? Like even in the future, like unless it's I think I feel like unless it's like a big industry feature or something, that's that's my that's my um that's gonna core be my collaborators. Big core yeah core collaborators right there. I love it. I love it. So I'm a journalist by nature. I, I went to school, um, talking off camera, I went to school for journalism and mass media. So we got to give the inmates a scoop. We okay. know the project just dropped, but we know okay. you're a grinder. So we know you're working on something. What's in the okay. horizon for Ali 
I know you're out there grinding, promoting, but what's next? What, what do you have lined up or what are you planning uh, to take over the rest of 2022 and beyond? Uh, we were, we're, we're getting ready to, we're gearing up to shoot the, the Girl Ain't Mine video. And um, we have a couple more videos that's going to come out before the summer, before summer, you know what I'm saying? Before summer actually wraps up. And then um, right now I'm actually trying to work on my next project, man. I don't, I don't want to slow down. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, try to keep the train moving. So um, I've started working on my next project and um, I hit the wall, you know, uh, hit a little creative wall. But, you know, with that type of stuff, I, I've learned that you just got to leave it alone forget about it for a second, you know what I'm saying, and come back with fresh ears. So, you know, um, that's that's really what's in the works, other than just actually, other than actually just promoting and, you know what I mean, trying to do different things to, you know what I mean, get get eyes on us. But I'm just I'm just back to work. You know what I mean? We we don't the job ain't the job's not finished yet. So, you know, I'ma okay. just yeah, I, I look I look up to a lot of people that like, you know, they got a lot of work, they got work to to, to show for it because once they get on and then now them 12 projects that they put out that nobody was listening to now people are binging their music you know what i'm saying exactly. we're in the streaming age everything everything gets binged now you're seeing everything what's the name so like it reaches a point where you go ahead and work don't ever think working is not going to be necessary because like once you get there they're going to go back and listen and it's going to be worth it. So that's, that's just my mental right now. Just continue working. You know what I mean? Get something done, put it out, get this video done, put it out. So, you know, I'm thinking about just doing the, uh, like I said, girl ain't mine next. And you know what I mean? Me and the team going to figure out what we, the, the videos we're going to do after that. But yeah, just quietly working on this project, man, trying to see if I can pull a DMX and drop oh, yeah. it uh, in a fourth quarter or something. I would love it. And, and it's all about 10,000 shots. You're absolutely right. I tell artists uh, in the Demates uh, community, it doesn't matter if the song's 20 years old because we just saw Kate Bush have a song from 1983 go number one because of Strange. Right. right. But timeless music is timeless music for a reason. You can put Frankie Beverly on right now right, and you're going to get the same reaction. So if you're putting that grind in and putting in that quality, just release it doesn't yeah. matter because it's going to catch on. So I, I love that mentality. I wish you nothing but the success uh, that's coming you. to you. But I can't let you go just yet. It's been a blast okay. speaking with you, learning about where you're from and your project. That's super dope. But the people tune in to the den for one thing and one thing only. They want to see you get your den mate stamp. They want to see that in your passport. They want to see you join. And it's a simple initiation. We play a simple game. Shout out to the greatest to ever do it, Biggie Biggie. But as we always play around this time, a little game called If You Don't Know, Now You Know, Baby Baby. Yes, yes, My favorite yes, game sir. in the world. And it's brought to you by the good folks over at Poddex. Get Poddex right now and save 10% by using the promo code The Den. That's T H E D E N. Podcast is dope. I've been doing this for a long time. And one thing that I love is making these interviews fresh. And by making it fresh, I like having fresh ass questions. So with Poddets, we're going to ask some random questions to get into the mind of Ali. Some will be funny. Some will be serious. Some will be just plain stupid, but we're going to have a blast. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So your first category, I'm going to spin the wheel. is conspiracy theorists. Are you a conspiracy theorist, brother? I know I am. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am definitely a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we are 
doing the conspiracy theory category. Okay, so this one might be a little spicy, but here we go. Okay. The people who believe the COVID-19 death toll is made up turn to that theory because they can't fathom that modern humans could still be susceptible to great plagues. In other words, they think it's no way in 2022 that we're about to have a black plague. Right. Hello? You there? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I think you faded out for just a second, but I can hear you now. I'm here. So uh, what do you, what's the question? Um, so it was, a, basically it was a, about COVID-19. Do you think the people that are, are disputing that it's real, do you think it's because they think we can't have another great plague that takes out like a huge percentage of the population or you think they're just not realizing that this thing is a real thing and it really is still here? Uh, I think, I think uh, for real, for real, some people, I really think it's an overload of information because like so many people got so many different types of conspiracies and so many information. It's just so much information. It's like, man, I don't know what to believe. So I'm just going to say, no, nah, it's not real just to save myself. You know what I'm saying? Ignorance is bliss. Just to save myself the, the stress of having to think about it. So I just think it's really just the overload of information. And those people who say that, those are just people who just tend like, man, that's, come on, man. That's not, you can't, man, forget about that. You know what I mean? But it's real. Like, it's yeah. there in the world. Like, you you see people, you see what's going on. So, but like I said, overload of information, man. They're just scared. They don't know what to believe. It's a lot. You're right. Fear is a big one. Mm-hmm. This next category is Black America. And it's a perfect question. What Amen. does hip hop mean to you as it relates to the black experience in America? Uh, hip hop to me is like a soundtrack. It's like, it's like your daily soundtracks, what you're doing, how you feeling. You know what I mean? Like, just like when it's a, a Monday, you might go into work, you know what I mean? Trying to play something that's going to get you a little uplifted. You know what I mean? But on Friday, you playing some that's like you know what I mean. It's 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 a different vibe. So like absolutely, it's definitely a soundtrack to life. You know what I mean. We making music that's like saving people, getting get, holding people out of you know what I'm saying, getting people out of dark times. You know what I mean. So it's just a it's just a soundtrack, honestly, especially to the black experience. Because some songs, some 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 even some instruments from certain songs can trigger any kind of memory for anybody. You know what I mean. So that's what I feel like it is. Rappers, please stop putting police sirens in your music because it's tri- triggering bad. Man, man. Me. Please stop that shit. We, we need to <laughs> just start it today. We, we get it. We can get it. Just go whoop, whoop. Don't, don't put the police sirens. You know sirens. what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking behind. I'm like, I'm driving around looking. It's looking crazy, man. Y'all got y'all to gotta chill out. Got to chill out with that. All right. So this next category is mental health. And, okay. I, and I find that as super important. So right. is mental health an important issue in your community? And if so, why? Yeah, definitely important. It's definitely important issue in my community because I think a lot of black men, you know what I mean. Like, first of all, just black people. Therapy ain't ain't something that we we run into or we believe in usually. So then, for the black men, it's like you know, since we don't believe in it, certain people don't think black men are. You know, until you grow up, especially most of most of us that grow up in a single mother home. You know what I'm saying, like. You got to be a man, man up. You yeah. know what I mean. So all Girl. that extra, yeah. And plus, man, Africans too. Like you're you're, you're depressed, but it's, it's crazy you're depressed because you have a roof over your head and you're still breathing. It's crazy. It's impossible to be depressed. So like, you know, something. I think it's something very serious. It's something that like, you know, I just want everybody to know. Like, if you got a problem, 
you know what I mean? Because now everybody's blessed like me to be, because music for me is therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a certain certain amount of it's an outlet, you know, yeah, out release that I can get from the music. But like, if you don't have that, you need to go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? So like, but not a lot of people are raised to understand that there are there are other outlets to go deal with that. You know what I mean? They end up taking it out on themselves or their loved ones. So I think it's a very important, um, very important topic. Absolutely. I, as a comedian, I wish I could give him credit for the joke. Um, so forgive me, blame it on the head, not the heart. But you said a line that struck so well. And he was like, you know, I used to think I was the realest nigga out until I found out I was bipolar. <laughs> because he, he knew nothing about mental health. He just thought he was ready to go. Yeah, I saw that. And he was like, no, it just was bipolar. So <laughs> it, it, mental health is key. Shout out to everyone who's having any type of spirits. Know that Den supports you. Ali supports you. And, and there's help. I do. There. I do. So the yeah. final Final question, final question, and we're going to get you that Demate stamp. This is this or that. We always have to uh, end it with a little fun. What's a better movie, Karate Kid or Back to the Future, and why? I'm going to say, uh, I'm just going to say Back to the Future, just because, uh, you know, uh, people have a, they, they, they have some type of affinity with uh trying to we at that time probably trying to see what the future was so everybody had their own like uh you know everybody had their own thought of what the future was so like them seeing that and just the whole concept of the movie you know the air mags is very monumental shoot they get the you know what i'm saying they actually released them so like so was it was it was a great film i, so I, I rock with you on that 100 i know i had the marty mcfly orange vest <laughs> Killing them, don't tell nobody on the black market. <laughs> so, brother, this was a absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us in the den. Please let the people know where they can find you on social media, where they can find your music. Any shout outs you want to give? The floor is yours. Uh, first of all, first foremost, shout outs, shout out to the to the team and DTR the management. You know what I mean? They really uh, you know what I'm saying, pushing the buttons behind the scenes and you know, getting it done, making my job easier when it comes to actually being an artist, and, you know, making music. So, you know, if you want to, you want to, uh, you want to come, uh, want to make good music, come over to DTR, man. <laughs> uh, artists, artists, we're happy over here. Um, shout out to Don, shout out to Music Mac, everybody that, that, you know, that helped me on the project. SK, that's Shaq Cargo, you know what I mean? Shout out to both my managers, John and Chris, you know what I mean? Just the whole team. Just everybody that's over, that's over there. Just we we're a whole team working together, and I really appreciate that 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 culture over there. And um, you can find me on um, all streaming platforms. Actually, everything I'm everywhere. Just type in Ali. You know what I mean. Um, you can find me on social media: Twitter, don't mind the smoke; Instagram, don't mind the smoke; Snapchat, don't mind the smoke. You know what I mean. So I'm definitely there. Just go follow me. Just go listen to the music. You know what I mean. YouTube, Ali. Ali Vivo actually on YouTube. So just just go, just go, just go see what you've been missing. If you haven't seen it already, man, I appreciate anything. Please, I want y'all to follow. You know how we do. Put those red circles, tell them that you've seen them on Down in the Den. That stands for Mars. Smash the like button, subscribe. Check out all the music is fire. You know I'm batting a thousand. I don't recommend anything that's whack. That's just a part of my culture. So I'm giving it the full, full down in the uh, den stamp. And that music will be added to the DITD radio playlist. So I want y'all to check it out, run them strings up on YouTube. 
It'll be added to the playlist this afternoon. So I want you guys to check it out, check it out, check it out, run them up. Tell them that you saw him on the den and that you love what he's doing, that you support it. That's what we're all about. So Ali, brother, thank you again. It's been a pleasure. And for all the den mates, as I end every episode the same way, peace, love, unity, and respect. Deuces. Peace out. Appreciate you, brother. Salute.